Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, friends, it is a beautiful sunny day here on the wet coast. The uh, trees and colors are vibrant outside. It is a little bit of a breeze. A little bit of, oh, there's a hawk up there in the distance. Wow, yeah. Turns out pretty much every time I go to record something, some animal flies by, and uh, you'll notice in my voice that uh, <laughs> it's a pretty cool experience all the time. I wanted to uh, share an episode today, a little short one, but we had an interesting discussion when I was out working a couple days ago, and what we were discussing was the qualities of people that you might look for when you're filling certain positions. Oftentimes there are, you know, we've got the hard skills and the soft skills, and it can be really challenging to get across what some jobs, what they, what they actually entail and what you'll be doing a lot of the time and some of those essential soft skills, which can often be overlooked or really hard to show up on a resume or in a person's personality. What I mean by that is, you know, there's a lot of experience that you can draw upon to connect with people if you have that experience. But if you don't, it can be quite challenging to know what to do or how to approach certain situations that you might find yourself in. There are a lot of sales jobs out there and a lot of customer service jobs and a lot of working with people in whatever capacity that might be. And it turns out that a lot of stuff in outdoor education, recreation, tourism really does work. You work with people a lot. So they really, you really do need to have good people skills. But a really challenging question when you're in the interview process, if you're hiring someone, if you're looking for volunteers for your program or your summer camp or whatever it might be, is how can you tell if someone is going to be good at that or not? And what is some of the energy that a person might have or situations they might have been in where you can figure out a little bit about their, oh gosh, their personal personal leadership style or the way they interact with others or a way that they've dealt with challenging situations in the past. Long and short of that long rambling story is that uh, we didn't come to any firm conclusions or anything, but we were able to at least discuss and chat about back and forth, you know, different experiences that we had had and that prove useful when you are in a situation. You might be leading people at one minute. You might be supporting people at another minute. You might just be there being ignored at another minute. So how do you put that all down into a job description you know, for example, looking for a summer camp counselor. There's a ton of things you might be doing for that, but how do you know if you're good at it or not until you try it? So I thought it would be kind of cool to share the uh, Sam's and Carson deck again for a specific card because I've found in my experience going through several career transitions and working in a number of different industries all across the board, all across North America, that... This is something that really has been, oh gosh, what can I even say? Has become apparent that uh, this energy is not 
not found in a lot of places, but where it tends to be, it is incredibly valuable to have this perspective within your organization, whether it's a single person, whether it's several person. Oh my gosh, there's a hummingbird at the lavender right now. Oh, coming right here. Come hang out. Come hang out. Oh yeah, we got a little hummingbird. Just uh, all the colors are flashing when they do that thing and stop and hover by flowers, huh? Wow. So yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. A hawk up there and a hummingbird. And I'm going to talk about the moose. And moose are cool. They are one of my favorite animals. They are fairly rare around here. Uh, generally, is a pretty big deal if you see one. I've actually seen a couple in my life. Each one was a memorable encounter in its own way. Maybe I'll share a little bit about some of them after I read this. But moose are really cool. And they are gigantic. Gigantic. But at the same time, you ain't going to know they're there pretty much unless they want you to know that you're there. So there's this really interesting interplay of such a huge animal with such a strength and power that you really don't notice, or you could walk right by being completely oblivious to. Anyways, without any further ado, I'm just going to share the energy of the moose from the Samson Carson perspective because I think it's useful. And maybe there's something in that that's going to resonate with you. And maybe there's something that you can take forward uh, into the summer with you as we approach the summer solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere. Without further ado, moose. Very interesting. It's card number 11. The doorways of the universe are opening. Moose, help me to honor the gifts I can give and recognize my worthiness long as I live. Moose is found in the north of the medicine wheel, as is buffalo. North represents the place of wisdom. Self-esteem is the medicine of moose because it represents the power of recognizing that wisdom has been used in a situation and that recognition or a pat on the back is deserved. Moose is the largest member of the deer family and has great strength. The call of the male moose is an awesome thing to hear on a musky spring night. His pride in his maleness and his desire to share his seed with the moose cow are displays of his sense of self-esteem. The bellow of a male moose can be viewed as a positive force since it represents his willingness to tell the world about his feelings. This tell the world trait contains a joyfulness which only comes with a sense of accomplishment. There is no greater joy than a job well done. This trait is therefore not a seeking of approval, but rather an enjoyment of sharing because of the spontaneous explosion of joy that comes from the deepest part of one's being. The wisdom woven throughout this scenario is that creation constantly brings forth new ideas and further creation. Moose is telling us that joy should be shouted with pride. The wisdom in doing this shouting is that the joy is catching. In a sense, the bellowing is a way for us, for all of us to lighten up and give ourselves or each other a well done. Moose medicine people have the ability to know when to use the gentleness of deer and when to activate the stampede of buffalo. They understand the balance between giving orders to get things done and having a willingness to do things themselves. The wisdom of moose medicine is akin to the grandfather warrior who has long since put away his war paint and is now advising the young bucks to cool their blood. Moose medicine is often found in elders who have walked the good red road and seen many things in their earth walk. Their joy lies in being the teachers of the children and in being the first ones to give encouragement. This is not to say that moose medicine people do not use their wisdom to warn as well as to give praise, because they do. Moose medicine people know what to say, when to say it, and to whom. 
The elders are honored in tribal law for their gifts of wisdom, for their teaching abilities, and for the calmness they impart in counsel. If you are wise beyond your years and have the gift of moose medicine, use this gift to encourage others to learn and to grow. There are many facets to the wisdom of moose medicine. If you've chosen the moose card, you may have reason to feel good about something you've accomplished on your journey. This may be a habit you've broken, a completion of some sort, an insight on a goal, or a new sense of self that you have fought hard to earn. It is a time of feeling harmonious pride and of recognizing those who aided you in the process. One good exercise in moose medicine is to write down things that you, love, you can love about yourself and your progress in life. Then apply these same things to friends, family, co-workers, and life. Don't forget to share the findings with others. They need the encouragement as much as you do. Pretty neat little blurb there about the moose and the moose energy and the moose medicine. And I think after all of that, that provides a great way to see how that energy, that medicine can be very useful in any type of organization that one might find themselves in. Whether you're going out on a backpacking trip with friends, whether you are going into a new job, whether you are at a job you've been for a while, whether you're at a family gathering, there is a lot of benefit to those different approaches and to be able to provide those different ways of being in any situation you might find yourself. Thought it'd be kind of neat just to share that and perhaps allow some reflection time in your day-to-day -to, -day to see, is that an energy you bring? Is that someone that that energy you see in? Do you see that in a friend, a partner, a colleague, someone who may no longer be with us? And if so, is there something there that you can bring into an aspect of your being? Who knows? There's a lot of things out there, a lot of ways to be, and uh, perhaps this one resonates with you. And perhaps not, and that's okay. We all have a different perspective. We all have different ways of being, and there's no good or bad, right or wrong, just different approaches. On that note, friends, thank you very much for joining me, and I wish you a wonderful day. And with the acknowledgement of Moose Medicine, what is something you're proud of today? What is something you appreciate today? Could you reach out and share something with someone else that you appreciate them for? Positive energy really does transform lives. All right, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Alrighty then, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you very much for joining me, friends. I appreciate you spending part of your day with me. I hope you get a chance to go outside and breathe in some fresh air, or that you've already been outside and perhaps you're even listening to this at the end of an incredible adventure. If you get a chance, it would be wonderful if you could leave a review at the podcast hosting platform that you found this on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, a whole bunch of other things. Drop a review. That is fantastic. It helps spread the word, share the benefits of nature, and share some of these inspiring and empowering stories of what we can all do when we put our minds toward it. Spring is in the process of springing here where I am. I hope that things are starting to look, oh, look brighter, smell sweeter, uh, get warmer wherever you are, and we will catch you next week for another episode. Uh -huh.